0: yo 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 what is going on everybody welcome back to a night at the fights i am your host mma cover one uh joined by jake as always um finally back from vacation so um gonna get back into all of this crazy madness that has just been accumulating over the last four uh last 24 hours
1: and more well what what are we cool together in terms of fight news and uh stuff to discuss
0: oh yeah it it is it is it's incredible i i can't believe it um obviously our first kind of main highlight uh sean strickland beating uriah hall that's
1: yeah impressive win uh like i said to you before the fight was uh uh happening um I said he. I think he's just a bit too tough for Uriah Hall, and I think he'll win on decision, and he did.
0: Um, yeah. From from what I saw, I mean, obviously, I'll I'll say it right now. Obviously, wasn't really watching it that much. Um, everything that happened, you know, the whole fight card just didn't really catch my attention. Um, yeah, it
1: was kind of a bit of a lackluster fight card.
0: It it was really bad to to say the least. I mean, I was yeah. I was over on the Bellator side, just chilling over there, so. Um, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, um, from, from what I did see, I mean, yeah, uh, Sean Strickland looked like you pressured Uriah Hall and Uriah looked like he hadn't really seen that much pressure before, you know, out of any of his opponents.
1: Well, it, it, I feel like, uh, Sean Strickland, uh, like I said, uh, it's just really, really tough and an aggressive fighter. And, uh, and once you get a guy who walks through the shots, like Strickland does, um, it creates very bad problems for the opposition so
0: oh very very true and um yeah man i just i just like i said the card was kind of lackluster it was really like felt like there's a certain energy that that we look out for when we watch fight cards and you know that one just didn't really seem to bring it you know commentary kind of seemed like it was sloppy um you know just just the whole general vibe you know I mean, I know a lot of fights, too, um, leading up to before the actual fights had started. I know a lot of them got uh, a lot of the fights got cut. Yeah. Um. So a lot of fights were canceled. So it just it kind of felt like it was an odd. It was an odd fight card, you know, like some fights would finish faster than others. And just a whole bunch of like just a whole bunch of randomness. I mean, it really, like, it really didn't hook me. Like, I couldn't really keep my attention on it and was like, okay, cool. Like, that was a cool fight, I guess. But
1: it didn't really gain any of the fans' attention, to be honest. I feel like it was just like, if you would like to put it this way, a lazy event from the UFC.
0: Yeah, it it felt very late.
1: And it's not, like, it's not... All the time
0: we get those. I mean, I get we get them every once in a while.
1: It's like once when, in a blue moon.
0: Yeah, but like, like, like I said, dude, I was like I said, me personally, I was on the Bellator side of things. I was enjoying yeah. them over there. Uh, incredible Bellator two sixty three event. Um, in the books, wow, amazed by everything that happened, and uh, some some things that the uh, um that the Bellator president said himself that I kind of got happy for a little bit and hope they can make something happen of it later in the future but um
1: uh, yeah we're, fun uh, fact uh about Bellator and the UFC on that night um Bellator had six times six to seven times less viewers than the UFC oh yeah and think about how how good the Bellator card was that on that night
0: yeah it's 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 incredible it's ridiculous too though um yeah no so obviously um watching Bellator two sixty three. I mean, man, I mean where where does it even start at? I mean we saw I mean obviously we had incredible fights over there. Uh AJ McKean, your new featherweight Bellator champion, uh did not see it going that way any at all. Um but he cracked the puzzle that is uh Pitbull. He cracked that puzzle very very well and probably better than most people have ever in a chance to fight pitbull.
1: Yeah, I feel like he he just took the opportunity while he had it. I feel like uh his technique looked pr- pretty good. Uh AJ McKee's did. Um and once he had him in that uh submission, he just didn't let off and won the fight.
0: And that's like, you know, that's that's the thing that I really that really shocked me with AJ man is like AJ came out Guns blazing, ready to go. Yeah. Uh, pushed him to the gate, which is the smart, the smartest thing to do with somebody like Pitbull. And, you know, from the head kick to the couple shots that he did land right into the standing guillotine. Incredible. Incredible way that it went down. Um, very, very shocking at the same time, though, as well.
1: Yeah, I, I had Pitbull going into the fight and I, was, I thought he would win pretty convincingly and then obviously AJ McKee just beats him in the first round which is really surprising.
0: Yeah, I had I had pitbull the whole the whole way the whole way through it, you know. I thought Pitbull was going to, you know, do something do something that, you know, we're used to. We were going to get we were going to get some kind of Pitbull that was going to do a submission in possibly the first round and that was going to be the end of it, but man, uh pressure Pressure and everything, man. From AJ, man, that was that was incredible. Um, yeah. also on that card, we had Usman uh, Nurmagomedov, obviously yeah. coached by Khabib. Uh, he wins. He defeats. Um, I can't remember who he defeated, but he defeated his opponent via TKO, which is something out of the ordinary, which is kind of rare that we see from the Nurmagomedovs. I mean, obviously, we know them as submission artists. Yeah, and submission, submission gods and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but to see, but to see him defeat his opponent in in uh, TKO, that was very shocking too.
1: Yeah, this, this time Uzman Nagebedov mm-hmm. has de- displayed his striking uh, in the in the cage. Um, I fight uh, where he showed really good striking technique. I feel like he's probably one of the better strikers in the Magomedov family. Usman Magomedov.
0: Oh yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I definitely see him reaching those those high ranks in Bellator eventually. Um, right now, like I said, he's just on a clear cut path to, to Obviously, really saying who he is. I mean, we don't really need to know who he is. We already know who he is. And uh, obviously, with cornerman Khabib there, I I definitely think he is. It's probably the biggest. as a cornerman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's like five and zero as a as a cornerman. I think
1: it might be six.
0: It's it's. I heard five, and I heard people say six. I think it's five. I'm not sure. I think it is six. Um, but yeah. Um, we already know who he is. You know, with Khabib in his corner, I don't expect him to fall to anybody anytime soon, and that's just the way it is.
1: Yeah, when you've got like a legend like Khabib in your corner uh, and his family, so it helps even more. Uh, uh, once you've got somebody like that guiding your career, y- you definitely have advantages going into any fight, really.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so the next bit of news comes from the Bellator president himself, Scott Coker, and uh, it's on the topic of cross-promoting on AJ McKean's fight with the UFC after Bellator 263. And uh, he had this to say after the end of the fight. So I don't know if this is what it's hinting to in the future or if not, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see, but it's uh, these are quoted directly from him. This is what it says. It's not going to happen because it's not the UFC's business model. Uh, the, the UFC is not the business model, but you can tell me that the kid can't, the kid couldn't go into UFC and fight anybody in there right now that he wanted to. So he's, Obviously, promoting new champion AJ, uh, saying that oh, if he went over there right now, there's no way or there's there's no chance that you know any of those uh, featherweight guys would want to step up to fight him. Now, AJ, on the other hand, at the at the post at the post fight or yeah, post fight, um, at the after fight conference. Uh, mentioned talking about his dream fight being with Max Holloway. He needs to get a win over Brian Ortega because Brian Ortega got him in a, in a triangle at the age of 19 and Alexander Volkanovsky, he said that he would send him back to playing rugby. So big <laughs> words from AJ um, stepping into definitely a lion's den of UFC fighters right there. Just mentioning those three alone. Um, Obviously, since those are the top three talked about featherweights right now in that division, you know. Well,
1: those well, are the big well, let's three. go through the the three that he mentioned. Uh, I I don't think he can. Per, me personally, I don't think he can beat Max Holloway. Um. I, I, f- I feel like he can give Brian Ortega some problems, but not a lot of problems. I feel like he might be able to beat Alexander Volkanovsky. I don't know. Um. I'm, I'm not for sure.
0: So my so my my whole thought about this and when I first heard him say it and I immediately took to Twitter and kind of tweeted out there okay, well, look at this. So I I posted I made I made it I made it very clear to everybody out there that in no way am I disrespecting Bellator and in no way am I disrespecting UFC, but I just think somebody like somebody like Max is way out of AJ's level
1: yeah 100%. let's just be real here
0: max is yeah. max is yes max is still evolving and max is still learning here and there are things that that we yet to see him do and max is max is still this like you know this champion in a lot of people's eyes obviously after the whole volkanovsky and him fought and volkanovsky somehow magically won that um so yeah as of right now, I think AJ isn't nowhere close to Holloway's level. There's just no way. Holloway's on a whole different on a whole different game plan. Um as far as it goes for Ortega, Ortega 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 always looks good in any of his fights. Yeah. Regardless. Win or loss. He always looks good in any of his fights. You know, he's he's very he's a very strategic fighter. He likes to he likes to get under your skin at times and in in fight buildup and stuff like that. So that's where I mean, yeah, I think if it if it did go, if AJ did show up and say, Hey, I want to fight Brian Ortega, okay, that's great because now we know this fight's probably not gonna end in a knockout, it's gonna end in a submission between one of these two. Obviously that being Brian Ortega trained by Royce Gracie and the Gracie and all that situation. So that's where I think – that's where I give Brian Ortega the edge at is because he's obviously trained in jiu-jitsu, and he's very well-minded at what he knows that he can put on and what he can do. There yeah, I people. feel like
1: Brian Ortega's striking as well has just come on a lot in the past uh, year. His his something.
0: striking his striking too. His striking has gotten a lot better.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, not to say it was bad to begin with, but it's it's gotten a little bit better than than before and uh yeah that's just that's how I would imagine it with Ortega uh Volkanovski on the other hand the current champ mm, I mean I guess AJ could potentially pose a threat to Volkanovski I'm not really I'm not really too big on if they were to fight I would prefer it being Max or or it to be Ortega but um yeah, between AJ and Volkanovski, I would—I'd still rather say AJ. I just—I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would have to go with AJ as well. Uh, I feel like he—he uh, he does. AJ uses his reach against smaller guys a lot better than most of the featherweight division uh, in the UFC and in Bellator. Um, I feel like that would be a good fight to watch.
0: Oh yeah. It it would be, it would be incredible. Now the whole idea of cross promoting is a little, I feel like it's a little difficult to do because obviously, you know, UFC is at this, at this height, because obviously during COVID, we didn't stop, you know, UFC didn't stop. UFC was like, I'm going to keep going. I don't care. Bellator stopped. So that's what kind of sets those two apart now. President wise Dana White Scott Colker, um, I just I think I think Dana would be open to the idea of doing it, of of cross promoting. So the best way I thought about doing this was the best way for Bellator and UFC to do this and get a payday out of it is take your top take your top five champions from UFC, your top five champions from Bellator, and one night only. Have it, have it, have that card arranged. Yeah, That's the best way for them to do
1: it. Yeah, and that and that would be a really good. if You think about it. Obviously, not all the Bellator fighters are as good as the UFC fighters because the UFC just on a totally different level to all mixed martial arts companies. But I do, I do think Bellator has some really good talent and has some really established fighters.
0: I also think Bellator has a lot of like, you know, Bellator has those names just like UFC. I mean, Bellator has those names of their of their organization versus how UFC has it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much how I wanted just to touch base with AJ real quick and all of the Bellator stuff going on. Uh, breaking into the news part of the part of the section, and boy, let me tell you, we got some stories to cover. Yep. Uh, All of these, majority happened last night and when I was on vacation, so that's the worst part that sucks, is like, you know, on my way to where I was going, it was just like, hey, this just happened. You should probably, I was like, oh, my God, dude, I was like, this is hectic. Um, So the first big part of breaking news, Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling 2 set for UFC 267 on October 30th in Abu Dhabi. So it looks like we're going back in October.
1: Yep uh like we said on the podcast about uh i think it was a month ago uh it would come back in uh, late october early yeah. november so we we predicted that yep uh, and uh i f- there's a lot of good fights to cover here uh that's going to happen on fight island as well
0: Oh, yeah. every Everything's yeah. looking very promising. Remember, like I said, I tell everybody this still. Yeah, COVID might be kind of going away but with this whole new strain and version of it, whatever it is. Um, just take these fights with the smallest amount of the smallest and little bit of caution because, obviously, this is in October, guys. We're barely in August. Yeah. So yeah, it's only two months away—August, September, October. Yeah. So it's only two months away. Just take it with a little bit. Obviously, because with caution, you know, you never know. Oh, this fighter could catch COVID, and then it ruins everything, and we have to wait again. Um. So yeah, Peter Young versus Aljamain Sterling. Two. um, Man, I already know how many fans are going to go against Aljamain. So.
1: Yeah. I obviously, I've got Yang going into that one.
0: <laughs> I got out of the main, man. I'm sorry. I, I what? Just, yeah. I, oh, no.
1: I, I feel like your bad predictions no, are coming back. I,
0: no, I, my bad predictions can come back, man. I just – I generally don't like Peter Young. I just don't like him. I never have,
1: and it's – I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's I feel like Yang's of... striking is just one of the best the division's ever seen him. Yeah, it's good for,
0: for Bantamweight. I mean, yeah. that, that, now that's a whole nother division and a whole nother rabbit hole that we go down. If we talk, you know, if we talk Alderman and all them and the Bantamweight guys, because obviously, you know, with with not last week, but the week after. So with two weeks behind us now, um, we already saw the aftermath of Cody Garbrandt, and, or uh, not Cody Garbrandt, of uh, Corey Sanhagen and TJ Dillashaw. So we saw the out math. We saw the card. We saw the aftermath of that. And, um, you know, we know TJ is back on the gun. He wants to get that title back. I would imagine whoever wins out of this fight between Jan and Sterling on October 30th comes back to the States, takes some time off. Then they get TJ set up with it. And TJ comes rolling in. Takes the title, and that's that. That's the Bantamweight
1: point division. Do you think TJ can beat Jan?
0: I mean, look at how many people said he couldn't beat Corey Sandhagen.
1: True true, 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 true. What happened
0: with that? On a broken, on a broken knee, and mind you, his eye was already busted. The same eye that always gets busted every fight.
1: Yeah, you you hate to say the snake in the grass might be the champion, but I think he might. I mean, it's like I said though. Like when I watched that fight with,
0: when I watched that fight with TJ and Corey, I was in shock and I was in awe all at the same time. So a lot of thoughts were racing through my head. Um, obviously the build up in the press media to that fight alone had me super happy the most because to hear to hear a fighter say yeah okay i did wrong by trying to go down to 125 a weight that i knew was impossible for myself to make so yeah i went and got on performance performance enhancement epo and literally you know felt felt gross about doing it you know my body was like dude i don't know what you're trying to do man but it's not gonna work um i just had i had so much respect for for tj saying that like you know he owned up to that mistake you know he owned up to to being on to being on that and saying that he would never do it again you know
1: yeah and uh it wasn't like cory cory sandhagen had a bad performance either he he put on a really good performance. No, he me. had a
0: great performance. Yeah. He had an
1: incredible
0: performance. He performed almost identical to every other way he performs. Maybe threw threw in a couple new things. He did try. He did try to catch TJ with that flying knee, the same one that he caught Frankie Edgar with. But. He did-
1: he did, he did catch TJ once, I think, with the fight. He
0: caught him once with it, and then TJ realized, okay, I, I'm on to you. I know what you're doing now. I know what you're yeah. trying to do. You're trying to make it a one-round knockout. That way you can go home and get your title shot. I'm not that guy, though. Trust me. And so, obviously, from that, you know, I just have, I have so much more respect for TJ. Yeah. I respect him. I respect him knowing that he's off of it knowing that he's off of the off of the performance drug and you know I I argued somebody on I argued on somebody on TikTok and we argued for hours on and about about the whole situation and I finally got to the point where I told I told that person on on my TikTok I told him I said wow so you're going to you're going to go ahead and you're going to go ahead and be okay with somebody and I, I got him good cuz this is exactly what i told him i said you're going to go ahead and tell me it's okay for somebody like john jones to use drugs and not get in trouble but as soon as tj admits to doing it you guys want to bad bad bash tj for it and that guy was like well that well john jones is a different story how is it a different story how be real with yourself
1: yeah john jones is not a different story at all actually john jones might have been a worse story considering got, tj had to lose
0: Wait. Had more drugs than tj did yeah, yeah <laughs> so
1: it's I,
0: I, like to end it all off on tiktok i basically just called that dude a casual and then just got off i was like i'm done i was like i'm not even good i'm not even gonna deal with the man i was like you're mad because <laughs> tj won i'm happy because tj won i don't care ufc put on a show for me uh so on and so forth that's how that's the end of the road i'm done
1: yeah uh talking about uh, fighters going down to 125 though uh Cody Garbrandt versus Kai Car france at flyweight on December, December 11th woo yeah crazy.
0: Cody Garbrandt Cody Garbrandt starches Kai Car france bro i ain't even lying come on Garbrandt that's a I don't know.
1: I I feel like the weight cut might actually play a factor in this fight. The
0: weight cut's definitely playing a major key factor in all of this. 125 is tough, man. When you're a 135-er, I believe is what Bantamweight is. 135-er? Yeah, 135 Yeah, Yeah, so when you're a 135-er and you're, I mean, best thing for Garbrandt to do would just go ask TJ how it is. I don't know. (laughs) No, uh, but yeah, no, that's definitely gonna cut factor. It's definitely gonna play weight into it. Um, you know, I just I don't know, man. It's it's tough to see Garbrandt. He said he wants to vary between both of those divisions. That's that's what Garbrandt said.
1: That's a dangerous game, if you ask me.
0: That's very dangerous because you got to jump up to one thirty six or one thirty five and drop back down to one twenty five, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until you get to eventually wherever you're trying to get to, which, yeah, at that point, I think there's no idea of what he's trying to get to.
1: I, I feel like Kai Car France beats him on decision, in my opinion.
0: He puts it, he puts a display on for everybody. Cody and Kai Car Ka- France put on a display for each other.
1: Yeah,
0: I feel like it's it'll be not, a competitive fight. It's not a bad introduction though into the into the flyweights. Not and at all.
1: And if Kai Carfante gets a a win over a name like Cody Garbrandt, this is a big win for. Him. That should definitely
0: put him. That should definitely put him in title well in title talk. I wouldn't say in a title match immediately, but it should definitely put him in title talk.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because obviously, you beat one of the best bantamweight fighters in the world that obviously being cody garbrandt so you should obviously be immediately looked at as a oh yeah we can totally totally put you in in the title area
1: yeah yeah 100 percent
0: uh next bit of news that i wanted to personally cover and boys and girls it is happening the part two that we have needed that we have wanted in November Kobe Covington versus Kamara Usman 2 will headline the UFC's pay per view for November in NYC. Um, no venue date, no venue date or no date exactly, but in November, um, pay per view, NYC is a strong possibility, is what early sources are saying. So MSG, I think, think
1: think, uh, Kobe said it would be in November the eighth,
0: November sixth, when he talked to, um, oh, I forget who he talked to. He talked to somebody. I watched that interview, and uh, he said he said November sixth.
1: Okay, but that
0: was like that was like the first big piece, the first big piece that that we heard because I was like I said I was on my way to vacation when I heard that and was like okay this is serious now. Um, and
1: that's n- that's not the only fight added on this card. We've also got Gagey versus Chandler. So.
0: Yeah, so already it's already it's out the window. It's already yeah, stacked. But,
1: and to see uh, Justin Gagey finally get a fight uh, in the lightweight division is just going to be insane. I feel like that, that uh, Gagey versus Chandler is guaranteed a war, if you ask me.
0: Oh, it, it's most definitely guaranteed a war. It's yeah. It's guaranteed a war between both of these guys. Uh, they've only verbal agreed. They haven't fully agreed, agreed, but they've verbally agreed to do it. So uh okay. sources are saying except for UFC 268, preview, no date or venue set, but November 6th and Madison Square Garden. So obviously MSG is the place to be, I guess. And um God man, I just want I just want to talk about the Covington Guzman thing real quick before we get into Gage and Chandler. Um, obviously, Usman and Gage Or Usman, Usman and Gaethje, damn. Um, Usman and Covington, too. Uh, Usman and Covington, to begin with, was the first, the first fight, incredible. Standing. That fight was incredible. If you've never seen that fight, I highly recommend. Look up yeah, highlights, watch it.
1: Is, my first question is... Do you think that the second fight will be the same as the first fight? mm No okay. way. N- I, I no way at all.
0: With... No way at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, people are going to be like, oh, my God, this is his pick right now. I will tell y'all this very early pick right now in the making before November. Y'all don't even got to wait for my pick. My pick, Covington. Already. Already decided that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going have to go with Covington as well. Um, I I don't. If you guys know,
0: if you guys must know. I should say, if you guys must know, I'm not the biggest Camaro's fan. I'm just not. I can't do. It. I can't do it. I don't like the guy. It's like people ask me. They're like, "Is it a hate thing?" It's like it's not hate because hate is a really strong word, and I don't like to use it. It's just a dislike. I dislike him. I don't like any. Me personally,
1: knows. I I like Guzman, but I think Colby, is just Colby. Kobe... Like Colby's just gonna be more steady with his pace this time. Last Colby's time, Kobe... gonna.
0: I think Colby exposes things that you know happened in the first fight. Yeah. Or like you know things that were going to happen in the first fight but didn't really happen. I think Colby I think Colby calls out more stuff than he did the last time. You know cuz I cuz I can say this now. I can watch the fight right now and I can tell you where in kind of a sense where Colby where Colby kind of messed up at.
1: Yeah, one of the things that Colby messed up at is he didn't really pace himself well throughout the fight in terms of his energy and stamina. Uh, obviously, Kobe's stamina is one of the best things in the game, and we all know that. Uh, but if he, it's hard to go at the pace that he was going for five rounds straight, and I feel like if he if he just takes one of the rounds off in terms of that pace, and adds the the pace for the for about three rounds, and gives a steady pace for another one round. I feel like he can win on decision in my opinion. And I definitely
0: think like there were some calls that were made in the first fight that shouldn't have been called, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of a lot of the like the necessary stuff like that. Can I thought come the
1: stoppage out. was bad in my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Cuz obviously like obviously with the stoppage, you know, obviously with that taking place you know as soon as that happened you know covington was right back on his feet already telling the guy hey what are you doing you know um but yeah man like everything everything even you know we we talked about it when we had um when we had sam alvey on here for a little bit we talked about it but we talked about how like everything from scoring wise to to judging fights gotten really bad um that that was like like I said though, Usman and Covington won. That was probably one of the best fights. Easily.
1: Yeah, definitely top five in the history of MMA.
0: And to be back at, at the iconic MSG, it's like, dude, yeah, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know probably, how this is gonna... uh, Donald Trump's going to go to watch the fight.
0: Oh, of course he is. He's gonna be <laughs> there for Covington. Um Yeah, you know, obviously Madison Square Garden, dude, Um, MSG, but now I'm not sure how this is going to work because obviously this is all set for November. Uh, From what I'm hearing, I don't know how true it is or not, but there's a new strain of COVID that's worse than the first one. (laughs) I don't really know. So that might play a huge factor in the way NYC is against COVID. They're kind of like super clean, masks on only thing. I mean, yeah, we can do it there. I don't know how they plan on doing the whole crowd issue thingy, but hopefully they can figure it out. Um, I'd imagine they, uh, I would imagine somewhere they do eventually, uh, wherever you do it, the Apex, Abu Dhabi. Vegas, Florida, wherever you do this fight, this fight's selling regardless. You have, yeah, you have your hopefully,
1: full. hopefully there's a crowd. Ho- oh hopefully, yeah,
0: hopefully, yeah. hopefully there's a crowd because no yeah. crowd for this big of a fight. Uh I don't know. I'm not really feeling it.
1: Yeah, there's there's two more fights in October. Um, one being one being in October twenty third is Costa versus Vittori.
0: Ew, gross.
1: Already looking like a disaster card. <laughs> and the other being... Uh, RDA versus Islam Makachev. On Fire. October 30th in Fight Island.
0: Oh yes, yeah, so that will take place on Fight Island, huh? Yeah. yeah. Looking at it now. Um, One more thing real quick. Like, a couple more things before we move forward. Uh, we're now... We now have... A new co-main for this weekend. That being Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. Uh, yeah. Amanda Nunes tested positive for COVID and has happened to cancel her fight with Juliana Pena. No set date on when they want to run it back or redo it or any of that. Now, I would imagine Tuesday... No, today's Tuesday. Uh, Thursday is press day and media day. So I would imagine press conference today when they talked to dana in houston dana kind of shed some light on that and we'll get a full story either from from a lot of the good guys down in the the mma journalist or we'll get a story from uh from john morgan but um, either way yeah it's a bummer i was looking forward to this fight for so long
1: yeah, I feel like I, Nunes would would have won the fight easily in my opinion. But it would have been a good fight to watch.
0: Ooh, damn okay. Uh yeah, on I'm on the opposite side of that octagon cage, buddy. I mean, I like Amanda, don't get me wrong, but Juliana, I think she could have done it. She let's rewind time, go back to when was that? think let's rewind time go back to the end of the end of i want to say it was the end of 2020 maybe sooner or maybe later yeah maybe it was later because i know dc and hawani was still going on um but anyways i think she saw a game plan flaw that nobody had yet that nobody's been able yet to see
1: Who Julian Pena,
0: yeah, I think she saw a game plan like a flaw in Amanda's game plan, and that's what that's where she was like, I know what she's about, I know how to beat her. Nobody else has done it, but I know how to. And so what? it's kind of like, well, what if she did see something in her game plan? What if she did see a flaw?
1: We need to remember the, the last time, um, uh. Anybody said anything about a flaw in Amanda Nunes' game plan? Okay, because it was Megan it.
0: Anderson that said it. Okay, come on, yeah. Then she got submitted.
1: Yeah, I, I, feel, I don't feel know. Like... Man. I
0: just I feel like it would have been it would have been a fight. It would have been, a, it would have been an easy five round fight, and it would have went to decision. That's just how I see it.
1: I feel like it would have been a good fight. I don't disagree on that, but I feel like Oh,
0: it would have been incredible.
1: Yeah. I feel like Nunes would have took it easy in my opinion.
0: It would it would have it would have been incredible. Just to see those two go at it again. It would have yeah. it would have really set things aside. Hopefully we can get the new date set up.
1: Hopefully. I'm hoping on that. Do you do you think that'll be in Fight Island as well? Mm. Maybe
0: it, it can be. It can be. It, it,
1: Fight Island's really coming on stack this year, in my opinion.
0: It is. I mean, I just don't understand how we're not going there in, you know, we're not going there any, anytime soon. You know, we're waiting till October. Cause I mean, obviously, you would figure Dana would want to go when International Fight Week is going on. You know, obviously yeah. makes sense but we're not going, we're waiting, we're waiting till October to go, after International Fight Week is over, like you know, I don't know, I just I think International Fight Week would work better if we had like this amount of energy going over to Abu Dhabi
1: yeah, true, true
0: um, so yeah, like we said, Gaethje versus Chandler, uh, verbally agreed obviously that's that's mind-blowing and, uh um, who
1: you got in that fight?
0: I got Gagey man. He's out of he's yeah. out of um he's out of uh Stafford, Arizona. And I got I got like family up there too, so Oh cool. Cause he's out of there, you know, gotta respect Gagey because he's obviously from the home state. I respect him. I uh, feel like Chandler...
1: wins by uh, late stoppage, in my opinion.
0: Late stoppage?
1: Yeah, four found. I think four found KO. I think
0: Chandler comes out. Here, here's my here's my deal with it. I think Chandler comes out way too aggressive. Obviously, like every every one of his fights, <laughs> he comes out aggressive like he did against Oliveira. Oliveira kept calm, kept his composure, knew what was going on. Um, but the thing is, like the thing, the way I'm looking at it is, you know, Gaethje comes out, Chandler comes banging out the doors because he knows it's for the interim title. Right, And he's just going to try his hardest, Chandler's going to try his hardest to stop Gagey very early, and that's where Gagey's going to catch him at.
1: That, that's a fair point, uh, considering how fast Chandler came out in the last fight. That is a fair point.
0: And it's like, dude, you don't need to rush every start of the fight, man. You're fine with. You're fine if you take yourself back and you know you just evaluate what's going on. You know, scan your target yeah. first, and then before you move in and start trying to knock heads off, man.
1: Oh, I've got some news coming in here. Um, yeah. Former UFC fighter Chad Mendes teases a huge announcement on Joe Rogan's podcast next week.
0: Oh God, he's coming back! Oh no. Don't do it, man. It's not worth it.
1: Well, it, it, I I feel like it's good to see him nah, come back. It, it's good to see him come back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be cool. Think about I know he's on Rogan, Rogan
0: next week. Is he on Rogan next week or this week?
1: I think next week. Maybe this week. I think. Damn, we're going to have to check that one out. Yeah. And uh, if you think about it, it's good to see him come back. Think about all the great fights he had with Jose Aldo. Ring rust
0: remember, yeah. is, is ring rust. Is that is that a is that a factor in this? Uh,
1: of course, of course, it's a factor because. Is it a
0: big factor? Or is it like a, a factor? Like maybe he's been fine, know. you know?
1: Because Chad Mendes always seems to stay trained. He
0: seems he seems to stay pretty active. Yeah. Like like going through
1: his Instagram
0: page, he seems to be pretty active guy. Yeah. He does a lot of he does a lot of like outdoor sports. Like he does like hunting, he does fishing. Um yeah, he just he seems to stay fairly active at whatever age he's at nowadays.
1: I saw him hitting pads on his Instagram, I think it was. That's what I saw.
0: Yeah, I saw it. Dude, he looks he looks great. I mean, for for whatever his age is, I mean, I'm wondering. I'm wondering where he's gonna come back, or well, when he's gonna come back. And his last even fight was
1: against Volkanovski, and he lost on decision, I think. Oh, maybe late stoppage, I think. Featherweight. Uh, yeah. Come back in the featherweight division,
0: or is he gonna shoot for that lightweight?
1: <laughs> nah, no way.
0: I mean, either I thought, way, I see that happened. Either way, he, either way, like we said, he's a pretty active dude. Does normal things. Kind of chills, kicks back. Going yeah. to be good to see him come back. I can tell you that much. It'd be yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Good to have a new face back in the octagon. Um, like you said earlier, you mentioned this one, October twenty third, Paulo Costa versus Marvin Vittori will be finalized to headline, um, headline a UFC Fight Night event on October twenty third. I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't like either of them, if you ask me.
1: <laughs> Who you got in now?
0: I guess I'm gonna say Costa.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel I, really I feel like know. Vittori.
0: She's too angry, man. She's too angry. <laughs> not angry, angry to tell yes, you. Man. Yeah. What did what did Izzy say void rage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Izzy made that. Izzy made that press conference fun," he said. Roy, rage.
1: I feel like if I feel like I don't think he he can get near Costa because Costa's power is a bit too hard. But I feel like it will go to decision in my opinion. Costa has
0: insane power to begin with. Yeah, which is incredible to hear. Um, yeah, so Costa has insane power. Not really worried. I don't. I'm more than sure Costa knows, and uh, who knows? Maybe Costa drinks his juice that he drinks or something, and then he <laughs> comes in with even more power. Who knows? Who knows? So I'm Yeah, his 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 juice that he drinks, man. I don't know what's in that juice, but he drinks
1: it to to avoid rage. To avoid rage.
0: It's what it looks like right now. It's what it's looking like. Um. Obviously, then you set up the next one. You said October thirtieth was Rafael dos Anjos versus Islam Makachev, and man, I got to say, I'm so happy what UFC is doing with Islam. Like, bro, they're finally, finally putting him on the map, giving him them, giving him the really big names now. I mean, he's got, he's got probably one of the biggest names. in
1: in the sport right now. Yeah, he he went from in the top 15 to I think he's in in the the top top five. five. In the top five,
0: which is incredible. Which is like completely mind-blowing too, man, you know? Because normally, when we talk about such uh, incidences like that, it takes a while for, you know, it takes, obviously it takes a very long time for somebody to move up the ranks. He moved up the ranks wick
1: yeah uh, I, f- I feel like if it was somebody else I feel like the, the UFC fans would hate it because. but because it's like a guy who wants to push for a title shot and wants the biggest fights I feel like they like it all now.
0: oh yeah and I mean there's no way for you to for you to I mean Islam is a problem for anybody let's just be real with that
1: yeah, 100%, especially with his uh ground game and wrestling.
0: Islam He's... is a mat like like we said, Islam is a massive problem for that division.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel like he'll be champion in 2022. Maybe near if the not, end of
0: 2022. If not then by sooner. By sooner, man. Yeah. You got to think, dude. Islam when did Islam come onto the scene? Like, early 2016? Yeah. Maybe earlier? Maybe even I think, earlier?
1: I think somewhere on. that.
0: But yeah, so for for Islam to already be where he's at, and you got Khabib in your corner, man, you're, you're set, dude. You don't need anything else. Maybe a title shot. Who knows? <laughs> I've got uh, some more pull, news coming in. I pulled yeah. up the rankings real quick. That way, we can take a look at them.
1: Yeah, wh- while you do that, I've got some more news coming in. Uh, It's about YouTube boxing.
0: Oh, God. Uh, go
1: Anderson Silver versus Logan Paul boxing match in the works.
0: Anderson Silver, any day. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I feel like second round knockout.
0: No, they'll probably do a no. They'll probably do an exhibition, no knockouts. Uh, Most likely. I don't,
1: I don't know why they're doing it now.
0: Cause they're YouTube famous. They can't get hurt. Dude. What's the matter with you. Come on, man. You know that. Alrighty. So I've pulled up the lightweight rankings here on my TV, and I'm looking at them. Mean to tell me? That Islam Makhachev, no less than a couple months ago, fought Tiago Moises, right? Yep. Alright, mind you, Tiago is ranked 15. Right? Islam, over here, skyrocketed to number 5. What? Wow. Mind you, under Islam Makhachev, Tony Ferguson, RDA, Dan Hooker, Conor McGregor, Gregor, uh, Gregory Gregory said that one wrong. Kevin Lee. Mind, mind you, those are all guys below him.
1: People, Where where's McGregor right now? Nine. Oh, the UFC right, done him dirty.
0: Right now. Right now. People above Makachev, Michael Chandler, Benel Daruge, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, and obviously you're champion right now at the at the top top, you know. So somebody over there at the rankings is like, oh yeah, this is this is this makes perfect sense. Let's just do
1: this. I well, mean, if I don't you think mind about it. it. It does a bit because you've got Tony Ferguson on the downfall you've got uh, Cardinal McGregor losing two in a row uh, and losing three out of his last four at lightweight. Right. Um, And all the rest of the the fighters are on a couple of losing streaks like Dan Hooker.
0: Sean Strickland breaks down potential future UFC middleweight title fight against Israel Adesanya. Oh, damn, man. Dang. (laughs) I had some I had a I had a bunch of UFC news to rolling in right now. Right. Um yeah, so like I said, Ivan Makachev walks over. No, I don't want to say walks over. I, I say gives RDA a run for his money. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Just because of how good RDA is and just because of how good um Islam is.
1: I'm gonna have to go for a L- a late submission in, or maybe an early submission in that one. I would go second and if he doesn't get it in the second, I would say fourth or fifth.
0: Oh yeah. I would I would definitely leave it leave it like that right now. Yeah. <sighs> um UFC Finite um, loses coming event to COVID nineteen. Obviously we heard about that um oh this one right here i didn't even get to mention this one because apparently nobody decided on instagram to actually make a full-on like display for it so i'm probably gonna have to do it because nobody else wants to thanks a lot outlets out there i'm not gonna mention any outlets but you know who you guys are my reliable sources damn it (laughs) It pisses me off, man, because everybody was like making all these other headline stories last night, and I was like, nobody's going to talk about ESPN's app just went off, and nobody's going to talk about this one. I was like, all right, fine, cool, so I'll cover it, I'll talk about it, and I'll give them the spotlight that they deserve. Uh, Joanne Kelderwood versus Alexa Grosso's on tap for UFC Fight Night November 20th. You know how happy I am to hear that?
1: Yeah, jo- Joanne Calderwood uh, is one of my favorite female fighters because uh, obviously I'm half Scottish and Alexa
0: uh, Gross it's it, look at that it's playing its favorites. Obviously you're a big fan of of Calderwood because she's part Scotland. I'm a big fan of Grosso because she's Mexican, obviously, you know. There's that there's that little cross in there's that little cross in the road. Um yeah, man, I I love both of their records. They're both of their records are incredible. Um, obviously, yeah, the Cal- MMA records
1: are. Calderwood striking is really good. Uh, it's it's not really hold, hold it up the best in our last couple of fights, but I feel I feel like her striking when she shows up is very dangerous in that division.
0: Yeah. So. Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, I could say the same thing about her opponent on the other side, Alexa Grasso. I mean, obviously, uh, comes from the Mexican, spiting, uh, Mexican fighting spirit. Obviously, um, some of the greatest, you know, she trains with with boxers. And, you know, she she's very well-rounded as a fighter man. And I'm super excited to see her finally coming back just to have a fight. I mean, um, she did talk about it. On her on her last win, her last win that Alexa Grosso has got, she did mention that she would like to fight in November. Uh, dates are looking clear. Like UFC wants to give her the twentieth, and it, they want it to take place at the Apex, which is cool. I mean, I don't mind it.
1: Yeah, what's her record uh, again?
0: Uh, thirteen and three MMA, and then five and three in the UFC.
1: Fair play, fair play.
0: And uh, Keller Woods is fif uh, fifteen and six MMA and seven and six in the UFC, so not bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good. Definitely,
0: definitely a big test for for uh, Grossman, which I'd like finally giving her a good. Well, if you uh, think
1: about it, all their losses in MMA have come in the UFC. Oh yeah. So it, and um. They were undefeated before the UFC, it seems. so. They're both experienced.
0: Um, yeah, they're both incredible. Yeah, both incredible. Both really bring fights to... Bring offers to the table and bring fights to the table. And that's what I love about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. More breaking news on Violent Bob Ross, uh, UFC fighter, You, uh, UFC's fighter, Luis Panea sees felony charges dropped in suspected suspected uh damn it um suspected domestic violence case my bad couldn't get it out for a minute <laughs> man, that dude that dude was crazy man <laughs> what pushes you to do that man damn <laughs>
1: Um, no, I'm, I'm not laughing at the domestic violence. I'm laughing at you, you trying to pronounce the domestic violence. I'm sorry.
0: It's like my PlayStation's loading. It's taking forever. I'm trying to like read this story, and it's just like... I don't know. <laughs> Buy UFC pay-per-view 265 for $70. I can't believe they haven't decided to change the prices of those, dude, at all. Like, not even... Nothing, nothing. We can't get a break from it. It's like $70, that's it. That's the end of the line.
1: Uh, I heard um, the Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woolley fight is $60. So
0: that is crazy. It's, it's $60, but guess what? I just found out yesterday. That fight's on the 28th, right? Of August this month? Yeah, 29th. Okay, I think. 28th or 29th? I think it's the 28th. Okay. The 20th of August... Right, Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. How many little people are gonna be watching that, right? Bunch of us. Everybody's gonna be watching that, right? Not me included. You know why? Because I'm watching David Benavidez knock some German kid out on the 28th in Phoenix. All right. I know he's gonna win. We're fine. You can't have that on the same day, man. You just can't. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. I I uh Angela Hill has Who, a Who's fight David coming. Benavidez
1: going up against?
0: Uh, some Russian kid or some German kid that I can't pronounce. I can only pronounce his first name. The last name super difficult. It's like Jose your Trushka. I, I don't know, bro. I saw him. I <laughs> was like, man, eh, that looks too difficult to pronounce.
1: I can try my best, but man, I don't know. Yeah, David Benavidez in that division in boxing is dangerous.
0: Uh UFC moves September 4th event to London to Vegas. Uh oh. I mean, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And
1: we're not we're not we're not getting another one till next year, so
0: what? That's so ridiculous. I don't know. UFC I I feel, like, I feel like they should do
1: two a year in the UK.
0: They should. They, oh, did you hear about Darren Till getting banned
1: on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he got banned. It was great. The, uh, the, well, you got to say the meme was good. <laughs>
0: the meme was great. The meme was incredible. Everything about it was funny. But, you know, Instagram was just like, yeah, no, dude, you need to go. <laughs> Uh Adesanya, Israel adesanya issues a warning to the entire UFC middleweight division. That was pretty good. I saw that one. Um Sean Strickland had like a really weird post interview. He was like, I would love to kill somebody in a fight. ads I'm probably the last person UFC would want to promote. And it was just like, dude, you can't be saying stuff like that.
1: <laughs> he he also said if if he wasn't doing MMA, he would be Making drugs in a prison.
0: Why is going go into these fighters' heads when they get that chance to speak, man? Like, come on.
1: Well, I, I feel like just off of his hilariousness, I feel like he won some fans over.
0: Oh, he definitely did. He did. Yeah.
1: I like when he fights. I love it. Because when he's yeah, fighting, he's, he's, like, making fun about it. Yeah. I feel like he's got that Derek Lewis effect a bit, like. Derek, oh, definitely. We all know Der- yeah. Yeah, we all know Derek Lewis but, is funny. And I feel like every com- fighter is trying to be not more of a trash talker now. I feel like they're more trying to be funny.
0: Uh, This story coming in an hour ago, Colby Covington wants a title fight against Israel Adesanya if he beats Kamaru Usman at UFC 268. That's where it gets a little out of hand at. That's where you need to realize, like, okay, dude, stop. Take it easy. You're fine. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Because if I'm being honest with you, that's stupid. Conor McGregor, UFC fans worried about the Irishman after, la- after video post. Oh, my... He was smoking. What are you talking about?
1: He T- talking had... about McGregor. Uh, did you see the tweet?
0: The one that he deleted.
1: Yeah, the one about Kibichwa.
0: Yeah, and I've had like a whole. I've had okay. I haven't had hate on me for saying anything because I haven't made that TikTok yet. But I do believe. Connor went a little too far by saying that. Yeah. You
1: I feel like he just crossed the line completely. There's there's rules to this game. Alright?
0: Obviously, we know the rules. We know how Connor is. Right? Connor, love it or hate it, I love the guy. I love Connor, man. Connor is, Connor is everybody's favorite. You know? At least one of your favorites. Has to be. But, When you start to bring that kind of stuff in, bro, it's like, okay, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Stop what you're doing. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. It's not looking good for you. Because now then, now here's the the next big thing. Now that gives the media access to Dana White, and Dana White's going to have no idea how to respond to something like that.
1: Yeah, because then Dana White's presented with the media, and the media just like to the media likes and lies. The,
0: Yeah, the media likes to take things, twist it and turn it, and change it all the way around, so when that way it hits media outlets and gets published and news stories start popping up of, oh, Conor McGregor said this, Conor McGregor said that. It's like, now look at what you got yourself into, Conor. Now look yeah. what you got
1: Dana into. Uh, and it's, and you've you've got to like think the media, like you've got to hate the media for this because they don't even know about the sport at all, uh, and and they they're covering it and they don't know anything about the sport, and they they like uh one of the main fighters Conor McGregor says something bad, does this hurt the sport or something like that, or something catching, and it's. And it's obviously Dana can't, cannot answer the question because he's presented with a fighter who has said something bad about another man's father who has passed away. And it's and, a tricky situation, really.
0: That's the thing, man, you know, is I get, I mean, I get, yeah, I get everybody was laughing about, you know, the press conference. I get everybody had a good time at the press conference, you know, when Connor showed up and you know, did the, you know, your wife was in me DMs and everybody was making jokes about it and everybody was laughing about it. Everybody was having a good time. And then, you know, when you release a tweet like that, it's like, ugh, dude, you gotta take that down, man. You gotta take it down immediately. And even even then, you know, because obviously I've heard I've heard so many people this past week talk about it, you know. I've heard Joe Rogan talk about it. I've heard I've heard so many media outlets talk about it, you know um i've heard media outlets talk about it i've heard mma outlets talk about it i've heard people on tiktok talk about it and it's like you know i have i have a small fan base on tiktok people are coming at me oh well aren't you going to talk about it aren't you going to post something about it like i'm not getting i'm not dabbling in it i'm not if if it's anything pointed pointed directed towards hey you should cover this or hey you need to look at this i'm not going to cover it why because i don't need that to in a sense jeopardize my fan base my my little setup that i got going on right i don't need people to be like oh well he stands with connor and saying that Khabib's dad was was evil and i i don't
1: need that i
0: don't need that yeah yeah at the end of the day and and even this right now what i'm about to say might hurt at The end of the day, you either stand with Connor or you stand against him, and I happen to stand with Connor. Not on not now, before everybody freaks out, I'm not standing with Connor. I'm not standing on Connor's side because of the tweet. No, the tweet was, the, the tweet was completely uncalled for. He didn't need to do that. But as the fighter and as the millionaire and as a businessman and everything that Connor has, I stand with him, but not that kind of attitude.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So like... I don't need.
0: I don't need people coming back. Oh well, on this episode of the podcast, he said no, I don't need that. Uh uh-uh. uh I just clarified everything.
1: Yeah, I feel. I feel like Connor was in the wrong, but let's just move on now. I feel. I feel like that's just the way it is.
0: It's it's just it's just a giant mess to talk about, man. And it's it's yeah. Let's just bury that. We'll move on. Who cares about it? It's not even important anymore. Uh, Bellator Light Heavyweight Grand Prix Semifinals set October sixteenth. Nemrov Nemrov versus Johnson and Bader versus Anderson in Phoenix, Arizona. Look at that. Bellator's coming to Phoenix.
1: What what's happening with Romero? Uh,
0: I don't know, man. He hasn't he hasn't dropped anything. His Instagram his his Instagram has been dead for a very long time. <laughs> like I don't know if he's back in Cuba. I don't know where he's at right now.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously. And- Nemkov um, versus Johnson is a, a huge fight, in my opinion, in the light heavyweight. Yeah. Effort. Oh,
0: yeah. No, dude, that's that's an incredible fight. But man, like, I haven't heard anything on, on, on where Yoel's at, dude. Yeah. Which, which kind of sucks too, man. It sucks because, like, I really wanted, I really wanted Yoel to. I wanted you all to at least show up.
1: What's crazy uh-huh. about your I was thinking this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what's crazy about your I remember uh, back in the day, what he won a lawsuit because uh, I, I, f- I feel like somebody, I think somebody accused him of taking steroids, yeah, uh, and he and he won a big lawsuit against it. What's crazy about your all is he might have not actually been on steroids. That's the thing.
0: There, there's a lot of fighters that you know you can, you can, you can kind of say what you want about them. Like, oh, you can say that that fighter's on steroids, or you can say that you know you can say that that is on on steroids or stuff like that. But at the end of the day, man, it's like is is that fighter like what what's your proof that that fighter is on you know? Same thing that TJ was on, or you know, same thing that. Because he was he was releasing health updates. If if I'm correct, he was releasing health updates. Um Yoel was, yeah. And Yoel Jorge Montesdall, Yoel Romero, other show supports for protests against dictatorship in Cuba. That was two weeks ago. Um, Three weeks ago, we talked about. Three weeks we talked about Luke Rockhold frustrated with the lack of UFC comeback options. Um, X Star Ryan Bader says Bellator's two hundred five Grand Prix will be will crown the best light heavyweight in the world. Yeah, there's like absolutely like no stories. There's like no stories on on Yoel. Yoel out, this was three months ago, Yoel, Yoel Romero out of Bellator light heavyweight Grand Prix after falling, after falling pre-fight medical screening, after failing pre-fight medical screening, but they never, they never like fully dug into it and gave us like actual details. They just kind of said like, oh, something happened.
1: Yeah, and it's sad to see because if you think about it, Yoel versus Rumble Johnson would have been an v- insane fight, insane.
0: And it's not just that, man. Like it's it's the fact that like Yoel Yoel was probably one of the biggest names that Beltware had just signed. Like that is a big star.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Like how do you how do you guys just give up on on you know everything that he was set for? You know which is which is incredibly dumb like i i just don't know that's that's in, that's incredible
1: uh, what what's fine. your um predictions for the lewis versus Gone card
0: um so i already made kind of all my predictions Set out, and I've had them kind of set up for the last like couple weeks. So I'll go bottom to top. So I'll start with the first card on the main card, and then go up to uh main event. Uh, Casey Kenny, Casey Kenny by knockout, or maybe yeah, this I year. kind of
1: agree. Yeah,
0: I like Casey Kenny. He fights out of Tucson, Arizona. Why not? Uh, Angela Hill by knockout, maybe. The distance, I don't know. Uh, Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque. Oh, I'm gonna go with Chiesa. I'm gonna go with Chiesa. I got Chiesa, Aldo versus Munoz. I got Munoz. You know how I am, I'm a big Pedro Munoz fan. And uh, the title fight, the interim title fight, Derek Lewis. There's no way, there's nobody else I should go with. Yeah, um, I, I've
1: got. Um, I've got Casey Kenny uh by late stoppage, maybe in the third round. Um, I've got Angela Hill by decision. Uh, I've got Luke by stoppage in the second round. I've got Munoz by decision, and I've got Lewis by knockout.
0: I got Lewis by knockout because I already know how he is.
1: yeah i feel you like gone is a good fighter. well i feel like gone is one of the best heavyweights he in the world. just
0: he my my thing with gone is he just robbed his way to get this fight though like re-watching the fight with him and volkov man volkov won that for sure for sure dude there's no way but apparently UFC was just like oh no he did he did good we'll give it to him it's like dude come on UFC fighter Dana, uh, Darren Till is facing a police investigation over a cruel, transphobic meme, but <laughs> has refused to apologize. <laughs> oh, Darren, what are you doing, man? Do you know who Come Darren on. Till
1: apologized to? Dana? No, absolutely nobody. Oh,
0: man. Oh, he made a video.
1: He made a video.
0: I'm watching this video. I don't care if I have to sign in. I'm watching this video. I want to know what he says. I thought he was banned from Instagram.
1: Uh, apparently not.
0: No, because it says the Liverpool... Uh, he's talking about something. This was five days ago. I thought he was banned. I don't hear no audio video before
1: tomorrow yeah right because I've just had a message right off the the Liverpool I should say I should say the Manchester Ethel, yeah because that's what they are basically is a Manchester paper the Liverpool Ethel is not Liverpool it's Manchester so one of them just messaged me right Uh, it's funny with the Ethel, right because for the past four or five years since I've been back from Brazil I've fought for world titles in the UFC I've sold out the Echoina. That means you think people have
0: done. Uh, I just wanna hear what really talk he talks about. This is great. I fought
1: in Madison Square Garden event where the likes of Mohammed Alien, Joe, the great Joe Frazier, fought. I've uh I've been all over the world basically. Uh, who do you think the uh, right uh, funniest exactly. MMA fighter is in the UFC?
0: Right now? Yeah. Derek Lewis, hands down. <laughs> Derek Lewis. Nobody has Darren
1: Till might be up there.
0: Darren Till is just like a little meme artist. That's all he is. Like all he he is is just a little meme artist.
1: Yeah, but if you if you don't understand British humor,
0: uh well yeah, but at least like at least the thing with Derek Lewis is Derek Lewis is like clear-cut, straight to the straight to the point, man.
1: True, true, very true. Like
0: how like I, I mean obviously we expect out of Derek Lewis we expect a very hilarious post fight post fight interview like yeah his press conferences are great like he just i don't know i think he i think he's the go to person man
1: yeah hun- hun- yeah you've got not to say out.
0: that Darren Till is bad or anything but you know
1: yeah i, I feel like we do expect derek lewis to say something funny I were in the post fight uh, interview. Or oh, the I post expect fight the whole thing.
0: Come. I expect the whole thing. The build up on yeah. Thursday, he's yeah. gonna say something funny. Uh, just all around, dude. Like everything that that man says is something different. You know, you never realize what it's gonna be. Yeah, true. But um, yeah, man, Derek was something else. Uh, Darren Till, not even a fighter anymore. It's just a meme artist. All it does. <laughs> That's all he does, man. Come on. Um, Dustin Poirier says knee was the was the was the sore for the first time after cracking after checking Conor McGregor's kick. At, we're still talking about UFC two sixty four, dude. Come on. We're like, we're three weeks ago. Yeah, we're like we're at we're past that point, man. Nobody. God man, those are the people that you know that are just like, oh no, he said he said this. Like, dude, it doesn't matter what the man said. The fight's over. Exactly how to win your way into the UFC? These Waves put on a show. Tough airs. Tough episode ten airs tonight at nine. What are you talking? No, it airs at six. I'm not um, trying to see what else other news stories are flooding in.
1: I don't have anything else to that. I can't see yet anything on here.
0: I don't got anything, man. It's all just fight prediction stuff. Derek Lewis this, Derek Lewis that what Derek Lewis needs to do. Uh former USC champion Daniel Cormier joins Wimp to Warriors program. Okay, that's cool. Uh
1: what what A- is that? I don't understand what that
0: is. I'm not sure what it is either. Attention attention towards Competing in an MMA bout has, has recruited former two-division champion Daniel Cormier as a new partner for the company. I think it helps kids, like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a bad person on this, so I want to make sure I get my news right with it. <laughs> you, you don't know, man. Obviously, like, people will, like, literally be like, oh, he said this about, like, dude, I don't know what it is, man. Half of you guys don't even know what it is. Uh, Wrestling Academy. Bingo. Got you there. Upcoming events. Damn, we got a bunch going on. We got one championship battlegrounds.
1: What? Yeah, one's been doing uh, a... One's been doing some
0: crazy stuff over there, man. Yeah. Uh, UFC 267 ads. Okay. There was something about this morning that I was reading... About oh boys, we got a new date for it. Let's go. There we go. Finally. Got a new date for it. Dana White says UFC is targeting Mac as versus year Rodriguez as November 13th main event. Ooh, there we go.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Dana. Let's go. All the way in November.
0: Dude, I I don't care. It can be in November. It can be in in November. It can be in December. I just don't care, man. We need this fight to happen.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting fight,
0: but... It's an exciting fight, but like you said, all the way in November? I got to wait till November now?
1: Yeah, considering that it was supposed to be in July.
0: Man, y'all can move it like totally... Y'all can move it way closer, man. But guess what? They're not going to do it. They could be on Fight
1: Island, but they're not gonna do it. They can
0: do, yeah. They can. You guys can cut a fight off of October thirtieth, man. Come on. Or maybe that's like maybe that's what'll happen. Like maybe something, some somebody will get cut from that card, and then they could be like, "Hey, Max, are you ready?" And then yeah, they could be like, "Totally." And then yeah, you're be like, "Yeah, I'm ready too." And then bam, send them to Fight Island. And that's that. Talking that's about uh,
1: fights getting cancelled, um, my fight got cancelled. Um, oh, no. Training for months on end. And uh, it got cancelled like yesterday, I think it was. And uh, my, my opponent pulled out with an injury. So,
0: Pulled out with an injury?
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know what the injury was so.
0: Well, I—I I mean, I guess the best way to say this was would be I wish respect to like obviously, hope your opponent gets better healed, and then obviously nah, just... I
1: don't, I don't hope he heals.
0: <laughs> George Saint Pierre is cool with the with his statue looking like Barack Obama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw oh, the statue of J. G- God, G- God,
0: man. How you guys do GSP that dirty, man? Come on, that statue is terrible. It's like dude, you guys are gonna have a statue of one of the greatest fighters in the game, and that's what he looks like. You don't even look like GSP, one of the greatest fighters of all time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you guys, how do you guys mess up that bad, man? Like, I just, I don't understand, man. Yeah, it uh, was terrible. It was bad. Con McGregor still wait, 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 go back up a Conor Con McGregor still in recovery. Rejects rejects September's date to if I think you get. Up, rejects September's date for wheelchair charity boxing fight. What? Right? You're oh
1: you're, yeah. You're oh yeah. Me. Apparently McGregor was challenged to a wheelchair boxing match. why i
0: I mean i'm not gonna i I, okay 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 before once again before this all gets blown out of proportion and everybody's like oh my god okay i'm not saying i'm not saying this in a bad way i'm not saying this in any wrong way so you can't cancel me because i run this i run my show just how it goes right i don't know how i feel about i mean Okay, hold on. I'm trying to gather the words to say this real quick. I get it. If you're in a wheelchair, there's things that you want to do and there's things that you want to be able to do. Right. And if you're into if you're into boxing fights, man, nothing should stop you from doing it. Right. Nothing should stop you. I mean, you should have all the right in the world to be like, okay, well, I'm in a wheelchair, but I still wanna I still want to box. Go for it, then, man. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I totally respect that. It's just not doesn't really seem or sound like a marketable idea.
1: Yeah.
0: I just I don't know. It it's just it sounds kind of weird. Why would they have Connor in there? Have you seen Connor's wheelchair? It's not even like an actual just a little scooter, and he puts his foot up, dude. Yeah, he's got an old man scooter. He's got a cool scooter though. I like it. Uh, drum roll! Oh damn, they had damn, bro. They had a whole like, they had a whole. I'm looking at this thing right now on this right, and it says okay. So I'm looking at this entire this entire story right on Twitter. Drum roll, drum roll, ladies and gentlemen, the co-main event: Notorious versus Initial Al, aka Notorious v Notorious impressing all of the aids okay so okay so they have like a link to donate on top of that they have a bunch of other stuff and then they have a whole fight poster for it saturday september
1: 11 2021 dude this is crazy man apparently McGregor doesn't want to be a part of it I don't know what's going on
0: he doesn't want to be a part of it but he's making he's making fun of it he put haha quality give me the time guy uh, he Connor wrote that on his actual thing he said give me the time so give me the time I just need to focus I'm in just need to focus on the recovery for the next while first before I can commit to the date have some cool things planned for the event though and then he put at irish wheelchair hashtag lamborghini wheelchair <laughs> what has this world come to man oh dude the artwork is incredible for it man has connor with his little foot bandaged up in in his little wheelchair holding a <laughs> proper 12 bottle. <laughs> Uh okay, that's enough. That's enough for the first part of the day, man. I don't that's enough. I'm taking my time off of the internet. I'm getting off of the internet, man. I don't I don't know. This world is all just crazy and all these all these different stories, man. Mind blowing, incredibly mind blowing. Um yeah. like I said Big fight this weekend, UFC two sixty. I don't know if it's two sixty seven. I don't know. Two sixty five. Is it two sixty five? Yeah. Damn, I'm off. Uh, UFC two sixty five this weekend. Uh, I will personally make the UFC Pickums group. I'll put all the information on the Instagram in case you guys do want to join in. your fight picks and we can all go from there i've been wanting to do something like that for a little bit or maybe maybe depending on how i feel about it on saturday uh fight companion i'll do a live action fight companion with role reactions and stuff that way y'all can see what's going on other than that other than that i'm all out of stories i got nothing else to cover Set blank pages covered I've all the stories as
1: well.
0: Talked about all the crazy madness news. Um, I tried to stay, I tried to keep the thing open as much as I could because I know how it is. We make an episode, a really cool one, and then bam, something pops up right away, and then I don't even get to cover it until next week.
1: Yeah, and we missed the biggest news like of the day. Yeah, I know
0: every it seems like we've been pretty much on top of it um but yeah that's all i have for you
1: guys today um jake anything you want to say before you get off um no not really but uh thanks to anybody who listened uh to the podcast and that's all that's all really got. (laughs) i know we're making
0: we're making movement don't worry we're making waves eventually um yeah i'll see you guys back here next week uh, we'll discuss who's the heavyweight interim title holder uh, and all that madness
1: next week. So, yeah, I'll see you guys later. Peace.